This is 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning, Daniel. You ever date somebody uh, that worked at a restaurant and they smell like that restaurant? Had a roommate. He came home and smelled. He cooked in the grease pit or something, and he would come home, man, and he just reeked. The restaurant was called the grease pit? No, he, uh, you know, the restaurant, a place called Cheeburger Cheeburger. Okay, that's and, called a kitchen. And he was, uh, he was in <laughs> charge of cutting pit. up the potatoes. Ooh. I got to tell you, though, and I don't know where you're going with this, but he told me what actually happens in the back of that restaurant. And he's like, and he told me, he said, no, I, I work there. And I worked there for two years. Do not ever eat there because I know what actually happens. What actually happens? He said that they was, I don't know, potatoes were a big thing on the menu item there. So he said, I would have to cut up the potatoes, you know, and fry them. And that's why I smell like this. And he said that um, they had them in like a back storage room. But there was always just a little bit of water on the ground back there. So the bottom of the sack of potatoes, it was mush. Okay. And he said, uh, you know, and I would tell the boss, like, I think the sack is bad. And his boss like, no, 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 no. The sack is not bad. Cook the potato. Well, that's been terrible, by the way. But Chibari Chibari is closed now. So it that's good. Shut down, um, so. I went and had uh, fajitas yesterday. And just by eating the fajitas, all that sizzling and all that smoke, I smelt like fajitas all night last You're night. Really I can't well. imagine working at a restaurant where you smell like fajitas all the time. Another place that's got to be bad, I bet the hibachi chef and the whole staff at the hibachi restaurant, you know, where they go in there and do the show, I bet they all smell like hibachi. Well, why would they smell like hibachi? I think they're pretty well, neat on. and clean. Why, why would the hibachi chef always smell like hibachi that spends eight hours a day over that griddle cooking hibachi food? Why would he smell like hibachi? Some, some odors from restaurants or food just gets right into your clothing and skin, and you're mm -hmm. just going to smell like that. Right. I imagine people at the Mexican restaurant smell like fajitas all the time, too, just from bringing out the fajitas over and over again. I used to work at a pizza place in college. It was called uh, Pizza Pro. And I smelled like pizza all the time. You smell like flour or something. Yeah. Well, also, I remember um, that used to, and this does, this has gone away. I don't even remember this happening, except we did it the other night, and I noticed it. Um that you used to go out to like a bar or something and you would come home and your fleece would smell like smoke for like into perpetuity. Right. But now that they don't smoke inside as often, and I guess we just got used to that smell because everywhere we used to go, like when we were in college, Daniel, you could smoke everywhere you went. Sure. And so you almost got used. I was never a smoker, but I smelled like a smoker all the time. And then the other night you and I went out to like Kaz's downtown and stuff like that. And I had that, it reminded me so much of college when I woke up the next day, I was like... <laughs> Oh, my God. Got to burn this. <laughs> yeah, a little, <laughs> little nostalgia there. It's 624 with Tig and Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Welcome in to Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. We're only about 15 minutes away from Jason Aldean. Tickets and good morning, Daniel. What's on your mind? Good morning. I just remembered that it uh, stormed last night, didn't it? It did. Uh, heading to bed last night for me, at least. I don't know if that was early for most people, but uh, I was kind of excited. It helps you go to sleep in a way, doesn't it? It does me because I'm in that huge uh, right. apartment complex. You, on the other hand, live in this 100-year-old house, which I will soon be moving into like a 100-year-old house. What's it like trying to sleep in a, a essentially an old shed? My shed uh, shakes. when You know how when it thunders, it rattles the ground a little bit? But if you're in a solid structure, you don't notice. In a little house, those windows are shaking, and you can just hear it. And it sounds way more dramatic than it probably is. Oh, great. And uh, my dog's looking at the heavens saying, what is this? And my cat's freaking out. <laughs> like It's, uh, it's kind of crazy. I'm looking back on News on Six's Twitter. I guess there was some hell in other places like uh, Pittsburgh County and uh, ping pong ball size hell. Yeah. Oh, I remember boy. that time that you went to uh, get a, I don't know, a root beer at Weber's. I live and, on Riverside. Uh, and I said, I'm going to go get a uh, burger from that Weber's root beer stand, whatever it's called on Peoria. And the weather here is so crazy. When I went to, on the way to the root beer stand, I had my sunroof open. And I remember everybody being like, yo, man, Oklahoma weather's crazy. And I just moved here like a month before. And I was like, yeah, I, I know what weather is. And uh, the sunroof was down. I got to Weber's. I ordered the food and while I was to go. And while I was waiting for it, clouds came up. And by the time I'd gotten my food, it was raining and hailing. Inside your open sunroof. Yeah, and I had forgotten that I'd let my sunroof. So I learned my lesson real quick about yeah, come out uh, of nowhere. Oklahoma weather. And then later on, the uh, hell got to be golf ball size. Mm, that is rough right there. What's the difference in golf ball and a ping pong ball? Uh, is there a distinction? I don't know. I wouldn't notice it. Uh, also, did you see, Tig, that uh, due to overwhelming demand, 
Ula Guy music artist Zach Bryan at a second show to the BOK Center. He's going to perform the 11th and now also the 12th. Of what month? August. August. So this is a end of summer sort of thing. Plenty of time to get a babysitter for that. And I did that thing where I signed up to buy tickets on that AXS.com. You know, the, he doesn't like Ticketmaster because of all the bots and all the Taylor Swift situation. I ended up, I don't know, probably one of the lucky ones, but was able to buy, to buy floor seats to that show, I think for $120, which is unheard of for somebody as popular as he is. If it would have been through Ticketmaster, it could have been $800. Six, seven, eight hundred dollars $800. Yeah. So, well, that's good. I like the artists that are kind of looking out for the fans. And what a guy to then add a second show when he yeah. sees such overwhelming demand. And good for him. Yeah, he's blowing up, man. Uh, this is exciting to catch somebody on the way up like this. Yes. Some people have already been following him for years, but. He's kind of catching on to the mainstream. Yeah. You ever been really mad at your wife before and then forgiven her? Yeah. You have to do that in marriage, right? Yeah, we've done that before. Is there anything that would be unforgivable? Probably like uh, cheating or something would be tough to get over. How about a hitman? Well, everybody has a bad day, Daniel. Shoot. It uh, hires a hitman by accident. A Pennsylvania couple talks about how 40, year ago, 40 years ago, a man's wife hired a teenage hitman to kill him. They attempted to murder him five times, including blow up his car, shooting him, and attacking him with baseball bats. Here are Tony and Francis talking about their marital troubles, the murder attempts, and making up. Twice, one in the back of my head, the one down at the bullet went right through the chest. And the one in his head is still there. I don't think I was thinking straight. Oh. It was like a love-hate kind of a thing. And then we both cry, and uh, we said to each other, you know, for now on, let's talk, let's talk, let's communicate better. Something that we should have done before. Yeah. B break up. Don't hire a teenage hitman. And after your, the first attempt on your life, divorce that lady. They tried to blow him up, and the guy's still like, well, you know. I mean, what a story. And she said uh, he still got the bullet in his head and that she doesn't think she was thinking straight. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you think? They attempted to murder him five times. Don't hire a teenager for a hitman. Or just don't hire a hitman. <laughs> right. In general. Oh, how about this? Did you see this? Two pranksters out of the United Kingdom. Uh... They could have started World War III over a stupid prank. They flew a balloon over the Chinese embassy in retaliation for the spy balloon flown over America. <laughs> and they did all this for TikTok. Here's the comedy duo uh, and their prank they released. If China can use a high-altitude balloon to spy on the West, why can't the West use a high-altitude balloon to spy on China? We are going to fly a very small weather balloon over the Chinese embassy. I've never felt more like a criminal in my life. Time for the real Josh and Archie spy balloon to be released. Up it goes, up it goes. Oh, this is okay, a mess. Is, we're in a tree, we're in a tree. Okay, now we just need the wind to take it, Josh. More height. Okay. okay, let's walk it around now, walk it around. Our balloon had scaled the embassy and was in Chinese airspace. That's a terrible idea. This is not a thing. This is not a time for funny business, right? Everybody's on edge. Yeah. I mean, because what if the Chinese didn't realize it was some goons and they thought, uh, is this like a real, you know, it could spark an international crisis. Oh, Lord. And finally, do you want to know the happiest sounding songs? A university professor in London got a Ph.D. tag in music psychology claims to have cracked the formula for creating one. Basically, the song has to be in a major key. It's got to have 137 beats per minute and other musical technicalities that I don't understand. Here are the top five that meet his cre uh, criteria. I'll tell you what they are before I play them. Uh, number one is Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. Number two, I Feel Good by James Brown. Number three, House of Fun by Madness. Get the Party Started by Pink. And five is Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. Up, I guess. Yeah. They had to do a Tulsa version of that called Quick Trip Girl. Yeah. 
What's Quick Trip Girl like? Just hangs out at the Quick Trip asking for money. <laughs> I've seen her. <laughs> it's uh, 10 minutes away from Jason Aldean tickets here with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. About uh, 33 downtown Tulsa. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Uh, I watched your son on Valentine's Day evening. And uh, me and him were at your house. And man, him put your remotes up on your light fixture yeah, in the, above the kitchen table. You are a dirty S.O., you know. Listen, because Daniel had said for <laughs> weeks on the radio, he said, you know, it would be like a great prank but slash terrible prank is if somebody invites you to their house. And uh, just as a little prank on your way out, you put their remote control in your pocket and walk out. Yeah, just took it with you, yeah. And uh, I got this brand new big TV, and uh, we're all excited at the house. And last night... You really caused some trouble yesterday afternoon because my son gets home and I usually let him watch a little bit of television before we get to homework and stuff. And we're tearing up the house looking for that remote. Your son that I hid the remote with couldn't help you find it. Well, see, I didn't know he was in on it. Yeah, he was right okay, there with well, me. He didn't tell me that. My son's seven years old and we're looking for that remote. I mean, we're taking cushions off the couch. I was upset. I didn't know it was you that did this. I just thought, how do we lose the remote? <laughs> Even though all we the time? talked about it two weeks on the radio about what a great prank it would be? No, because we lose our remote regularly enough. I just said, how in the world do we lose it again? And uh, and so we basically just went without television. And then we're sitting there at night, last night, and I look up and you've put it on a light fixture on the ceiling. Above your dining room table. Yeah. Plain as day. Plain as day, this thing. And your son was, was there with me. It's a cruel prank because that was our only source of entertainment, and it was driving me crazy. And finally, uh, I said, look at that. There's the remote. Why is it up there? And I didn't think he had anything to do with the prank. I thought that you just did it because he acted like he didn't know either. He's like, why is it up there? So he didn't tell me that he knew about it. And then he was like, oh, I remember he did that now. So if you want to be mad or aggravated with anybody, it should be with no, your little son. You. No, You're your little son. He adult. was with me. I thought for sure when you couldn't find it that you would have the brains to text me and be like, hey, when you were here last time, did you take the remote? No, I didn't because you even said you called like a truce on it in a way because you said that's too cruel to do to somebody. I won't and do it. And I would it. never take your remote out of your house. But you hid it. In plain sight with your little son. Oh, please. You should get on to him. For once, you should be mad at him. You're a dirty bird. No, no, do not. I see what you're trying to do here. Ty doesn't like when I call him a dirty bird. Now he's trying to shake that off and issue me the name dirty bird. It's not going to work. You're already known as the uh, Tulsa Dirty Bird. I saw a magnet the other day. It was like you sounded like the Tulsa Driller, mm -hmm. and it was you, and it said Dirty Bird, the Tulsa Dirty Don't Bird. Don't say I'm a Dirty Bird because it sounds like weird, like I hit on people I shouldn't <laughs> hit on or something. No, it doesn't. All right, so uh, let's do this Jason Aldean thing now. I'm not going to hide these tickets. We're going to give you these tickets, unlike remotes that Daniel hides. Or uh, like what are we Tyke's play? little son will give them to you, and then we'll forget that we give them to you. What are we playing? Uh, we're going to play a game called Try It. All the answers begin with the letters T-R-I, like try. Okay. Do you understand? That's exciting. Caller number 9, 918-879-9898. Good morning, Owasso. It's Tig and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome in. As we promised, uh, Jason Aldean tickets all this week at this time, 640-ish, and also tomorrow. But today, Daniel, we have Shannon. Shannon, what city do you live in? Tulsa. Welcome to the morning show, and Daniel. Tulsa, uh, did, did you, uh, Shannon, did the storm keep you up all night last night, or, or do you find a, a thunderstorm to be soothing as you try to sleep? Oh, no. Very, very soothing. Helps me sleep. There you go. Well, all right. Well, I'm glad you survived. Now, uh, the contest is called Try It. All the answers to these uh, vocabulary words here begin with the letters T-R-I. T-R-I. First up. Okay. Shannon, this is a race with running, biking, and swimming. Oh, my gosh. It is a... Um... Running, biking, oh my gosh. and swimming. It's like a <laughs> marathon. And then you swim, and then you bike. Oh, oh my God. I know this. <laughs> Going blank. Help I don't know. Her, help her out, Tug. The triathlon? Triathlon. I knew it had try in it. That is right. <laughs> All these have try. Um, <laughs> Up next, this, Shannon, is a three-legged camera stand. Tripod. Tripod is correct. Now you're kind of getting it. How about <laughs> a three-horned dinosaur? Triosaurus. We'll look to the judges, Tig. Would you accept Triosaurus? 
It's it's Triceratops, right? Triceratops. Dirty Bird says Triceratops. Picky. Yeah, yeah, the judge is a little picky this morning. Up next, <laughs> this is three siblings born at the same time. Um, um, triplets. Triplets is correct. How about a three-wheeled cycle for children? Tricycle. Tricycle is correct. And finally, this is one-third of a pregnancy. A trimester. Trimester. And with that, you have won tickets to go see Jason Aldean when he makes his way to the Paycom Center in Oklahoma City, October 13th. Who are you going to take the show with you? Yay! I'm going to take my bestie. (laughs) What's your bestie's name? Courtney. Well, congratulations, Shannon and Courtney. You're going to go see Jason Aldean live and in person. And let everybody know they have another chance tomorrow at 640. Do it, you guys. Do it. What did we do? What? Listen tomorrow for tickets? Is that when, what you saying? Yeah. Listen tomorrow and win. Oh, I see. She's kind of doing our job. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. You're so welcome. See you tomorrow. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Good Morning Daniel. I had mentioned earlier, Tig, that I used that AXS to buy my Zach Bryan tickets. I wanted to go through the process to see what it was like, and it turns so out... that AXS is sort of like the the uh, competitor to Ticketmaster, in a sense, and a lot of the artists don't like Ticketmaster because they're charging you twice and three times or whatever the ticket price is. Well, I, I was very pleased with it. What you do is you had to go to AXS.com and let them know that you were interested in buying these tickets. And then when the tickets were released, it was almost like a raffle. There was no bots involved. I don't even understand all the science behind bots and things like that, but I was able to uh, get these tickets. I didn't have to pay these crazy, crazy fees. I didn't have to hit them up on the resale market, which you know can be up to $600. But uh, he's very pleased with the fair ticketing plan that he's doing for his tour. They're going to a reasonable price to real fans in a fair way. And thanks uh, to the overwhelming demand, he's added another show. So Zach August Bryan. August 11th and 12th, yeah. And tickets are reasonable. Now, how, how great would it be to be the guy that helped change, change the way the industry works? Yeah. Yes. And he is, uh, I like that man because that's a little bit of courage. I'm sure Ticketmaster is sort of, I don't want to say bully, but it's almost like they just own the industry. And if you don't work with Ticketmaster, you're kind of on your own. But he's he's doing a great – he's setting an example of how it can work. And he really came after Ticketmaster. He, in fact, he put out that live album called Me and My Homies Hate Ticketmaster. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Ticketmaster – I mean, I don't know if you ought to prod too much at a multimillion-dollar company. Like, they could come, come for you, right? Dollar. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of messing with a man at that point, but good for him. Zach Bryan. So uh, reasonable tickets, and we got even free tickets coming up uh, for Kane Brown at 740 this morning right here with Tig and Dan. You know, we've heard from parents, and I, I feel it too. It's 98.5 The Bull, but when your kids are growing up and they start to learn to talk, sometimes they mispronounce words, and it's sometimes it's like the cutest thing you've ever heard, right? And uh, in fact, a lot of us, and I didn't know, I thought it was just us, but a lot of us, when our kids mispronounce something, we like to kind of keep that in the vocabulary because it was so cute. So even to this day, instead of saying, my son won't say okay to me because he knows I like it when I, he says ote. You know, kind of remind, I said, hey, you know, it was kind of a fun time in my life when you were, not that it's not fun now, but so we always say ote. And I, I was wondering if there's any words that your kids mispronounce that you think is so cute and maybe you wanted it to last longer. You almost don't want to correct them when they're misspelling or mispronouncing words, right? Yeah, that happens at around three to four. They they come up with these words and uh, they're adorable and you can't get enough of them. You hope, man, I hope you never, never change. Uh, your son is now recently, we, we, this is a rare opportunity. He's a new word that he's mispronounced. Uh, there, uh, I found a Yeti cooler by the garbage in my apartment complex. And inside of it, people had tailgated and left all their mixers and all that. And it kind of, it was dirty. So me and him got that thing and we cleaned it, the Yeti cooler. And he thinks it's called an Eddie. <laughs> an and Eddie I hope cooler. he never discovers that it's really Yeti. I'm not yeah. going to correct him either. Right. And I hope he's not listening today. But we want to know from you, what are those words that your kids mispronounced or continue to mispronounce that you find just to be adorable and you hope they never not call it that. It's uh, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Probably have kids in the car. I think everybody's rolling to school about right now. And we'd love to know what uh, what your kids mispronounced and 
My sister like the last. right now is right in that sweet spot of the kids learning to talk and mispronouncing things. For example, he calls pizza pizzy. <laughs> and I mean, I just love that. And I hope... Pizza. I hope it doesn't change. I oh, hope he's God. like 50 years old, like, let me get some pizza. i got to start calling it pizza. Yeah, hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Samantha. Samantha, what's that kid uh, or that word your kid mispronounces that you just can't get enough of it? That's a quiet kid. He's very quiet. He's not talking yet. It's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Leslie. Leslie, what's that word that your kid mispronounced that you just couldn't get enough of? Well, when my son was little, he always called the kitchen the chicken. And <laughs> See? We thought that was so cute. He's 25 now, and to this day, we all in our family still call it the chicken because it was so cute. Right. Let's all gather the chicken to have our blessing. Exactly. <laughs> and what was it like yes, when, he, the, when he stopped calling it the chicken? And It was a sad day, wasn't it? It was sad, and, and we miss it, and we tell him all the time. <laughs> let's keep it going. I'll start calling it the chicken if you keep calling it the chicken. Okay, no, you know, let's not go too far. What? That's cute. We're going to call it the chicken from now on. It's right. always going to be the chicken at our house. Well, great call, and thank you so much. It is kind of sad when they move on and they start to kind of, like, figure it out. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Gadano. Who's this? Tasha. Hey, Tasha. What was that word that uh, your kid mispronounced that you couldn't get enough of? So he had two. One was zero, and he pronounced it Rezo. Cool. And Not bad. the other was um, like a hoodie. He pronounced it. He always called it a hooder. Hooder. That makes <laughs> I, I like all these. I'm going to start yeah. wearing hooders around. Hooder. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Uh, Bruce. Bruce, give us that word. What was the, uh, the word your kid mispronounced that you just found to be adorable? Uh, well, it's all of my kids and my granddaughter. And I just got told that the other day by my granddaughter. Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine? Yeah. Well, I think half the adults call it Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all confused about that one. Yeah, don't let it change. I, I like Valentine's, too. That's that's pretty good. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Angie. Angie, what's that word your kid mispronounced that you just couldn't get enough of? Okay, so there's two, and keep in mind, he's 18, and just recently, I know. So he says simonin and epilepsy. I can't even mispronounce it the way she's mispronouncing (laughs) it. I can't pronounce it. Simonin? Simonin? Uh-huh. And epilepsy. And he still does this. Oh, yes. It is kind of a hard couple words to say, though. Yeah, the other day we were at Red Lobster, and he, like, went into the bathroom, and he came out, and he said, and I even got it on video, and he says, he says, man, he said, that simonum smell in there with those lights, I thought I was going to have epilepsy. Oh, my and Lord. I was like, Lord, what? what? A, and all the same sentence. Yeah. Daniel used to date a girl yeah. named Simonon. I bet he did. <laughs> oh, look at that. She's like, yeah, that's, what, well, that's messed that's up. Kind of what does that mean? Be with Simonon. I got to go to this Red Lobster bathroom now. Sounds, sounds delicious. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Yeah. Daniel, you're Daniel. Hey, Daniel, turn, turn, turn that radio way, way up, please. Call the radio station. Radio down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. The principal of radio, Ty? Good grief. All right, you just got a good scolding <laughs> by Dirty Bird. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, what's, what's that word that your kid mispronounced that you couldn't get enough? Um, he used to call lasagna, lasagna. He's 17, and we still call it lasagna today. I do, too. Now I'm going to call it lasagna. What does Garfield <laughs> like to eat? Lasagna. Yes, sir. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> lasagna. Uh, I think I went to school with a kid named lasagna. Did you? Yeah. Hey, it's Saga Daniel. Who's this? This is Becca. Becca, what's that word your kid used to mispronounce? You couldn't get enough of there was two. There was calipators for caterpillar. Sure. And hop grashers for grasshoppers. Hop thrashers? Hop grasher. <laughs> hop grasher. Oh, yeah. I see. He, he put the, I got it. We could invent a whole other language just really based could. on these mispronouncing. Right? You know? Yes. If people would kind of understand us, but also it'd be like a secret language in a way. Like if they made a movie that took place in an alternate dimension, that's 
That's how you would write the, uh, the script with all these things. Yeah, it's Sagandango. Who's this? This is Shanna. Shanna, what's that word? Uh, guacamole. My kid called it Uncle Moly. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. I like that one. <laughs> Uncle Moly. Yep, Uncle Moly. So do you guys still call, call it, it Uncle Moly? You know? No, it, it, it's Uncle Moly. You still use it, though. I mean, when you go to the Mexican place, do you get some uncamole? Yep. <laughs> I like it how people continue the uh, mispronunciations. It's kind of cute. So we got those. Uh, I'll take more of your calls. 918-879-9898-740. So within the hour here, Payne Brown tickets are free. I keep thinking about this other word that he's mispronouncing that Tyke feels is too controversial for the radio. I can't, I can't let you say it on the radio. Let, hold on. Let me. Are you, you think you're running something up here? You've you, already, you already scolded that one uh, lady. I didn't scold like, anybody. Hey, hey, guys, for real. You call up here, radio goes down. And now you think you're running me. We might have to talk about it now. This is not a cuss word, Ty. I wish you'd be a little more mature. All right, I'll tell you what we'll do. Remember how the other day I didn't want to play Finally Friday? Oh, Lord. Because of... Uh, I lo look, we've met the pot. We've met George Jones, but it's just like you have a branded radio station. I'm not sure if it fits, and uh, I was oh. scared. But we anyway, we played the song. Oh, name dropper, too. And so we'll also take calls. If you would like to hear this mince... Can we say it on the radio, though? Tyke, it's the name of a movie that's out right now in theaters. All right, so as we take your calls, we'll also at the end kind of get a vote as to whether or not we should say that on you're, the radio. It's you're very have this scandalous. Thing all convoluted here, Tyke. It's coming up. It's 918-879-9898. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Only 14 minutes away from Kane Brown tickets. In the meantime, Daniel, uh, this is always fun. I love this when uh, parents are calling and sharing stories about the kiddos. And uh, one thing kiddos do is when they learn to talk, sometimes, you know, they're catching on. They're getting it. Mm -hmm. And I have some neighbors that have some young kids, and it's it's fun to be around them as they learn to talk and all that. But sometimes they, when they catch on, they're mispronouncing words. But it's so dang cute, you almost don't want to correct them. Well, right? it makes you sad, too, when they stop saying it. Yeah, because that means they're kind of graduating to another level, and you, you don't have a toddler anymore, and it's kind of sad for you. But uh, we were taking your calls on that cute thing your kids said. Um, good morning. It's Ty Godino. What's your name? Misty, uh, what thing did your kid mispronounce? It was pretty cute. Oh, my gosh. He used to always beg to go to Trip Trip. We needed to go to Quick Trip, so we, he wanted to go to Trip Trip. Trip Trip. You know, I hear that a lot where the kids, they'll be like a sort of two words in one word. Like uh, my little boy, instead of baseball, was always ball ball. So I wonder if there's something to that where Quick Trip is just Trip Trip. And he's 20 now, and we still call it Trip Trip. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if he ended up working at Trip Trip? Oh, come full circle. Oh, my gosh. You know? <laughs> Am I now going to be able to call Quick Trip Quick Trip after this? Is it seared into my brain because I like it so much? Trip, I think trip. after only hearing it once, you might uh, be able to unload it. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to do this too long in your life. Like, it's probably cute to begin with, but after, you know, you can't be 50 still calling it Trip Trip, can you? <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh, Lord. You want to try this? Yes, play. Okay, here we go. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Godin, and What's your name? Amber. Good morning, Amber. Uh, what's that cute thing your kid said? He used to call Parmesan cheese Farmer John cheese. Farmer John. That You know, that makes sense. It should be Farmer John yep. cheese. <laughs> they don't even spell Parmesan right. You I know, if you ever looked at it, it's not spelled right. I don't want no cheese that comes from a man. <laughs> okay. So, thank you. <laughs> All right. She's like, bye. <laughs> I'll be on my way now. Hello, who's this? This is Tommy. Tommy, what's up? What's that cute uh, thing your kid said? Uh, so it's actually one of the things that I used to say now that I'm 36. I messed up the pronunciation of Chihuahua with Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yeah. But if you look but at the I word, you might be closer than you might actually be right. Oh, I'm, if you look at the word, it is Chihuahua. Maybe we're the ones mispronouncing it all cute. Well, now I got to look up ch ch chihuahua. chihuahua. How do you spell? I don't even know how to begin to spell Chihuahua. How do you spell it? Just get into Google. C H I H U A H U A. Yeah. Chihuahua. Yeah. I can see that now. Now that I see it visually, yeah. He's been pronouncing it right the whole time. I still call Chihuahua Chihuahua. Chihuahua. I am too now. Thank you very much for the call. Welcome. Have a great day. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Godin. What's your name? Uh, name's Kelly Smith. Kelly Smith is with us, Daniel. And uh, are there any 
cute words you remember being mispronounced? Oh, yeah. I've got two of them. Only one of them does be on the radio, probably. Yeah, that's kind of like that me. Was, I've got uh, one, too, that I can't well, say. Well, tell us the clean one, and then we'll hear the, the dirty one next. What's the clean one? Okay. The clean one is Paschetti. Paschetti, which Paschetti? almost sounds dirty in itself. Yes. That, uh, it, it's my youngest son did that, and he's uh, in his mid-20s, and to this day, if I still have Paschetti, not spaghetti. All right, now, now tell us the dirty one, and Dana, what I can do here is I can bleep it in real time if we think it's too hot for radio. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. All right, here we go. What, <laughs> yeah. what is it? Yeah. Well, he couldn't pronounce his T, so a fire truck was a fire Hey, now. Okay, now we cannot air that yeah, one. There's but, uh, no chance in age we can air that one. <laughs> we can't air that one, but it was pretty cute. I'll give you that. It, it stuck for a while. We finally let that one go, but Paschetti is still Paschetti to this right. day. He's like, I'm burning the Paschetti. Call the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Every morning at 740, uh, remember that that's when we, we do our bullfight. And today, Kane Brown tickets are free. We'll get to that in about two minutes on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Man, uh, this obsession I've got here with this television show I've been telling you about, it's that um, love after lockup. So can't it, get, I cannot get enough of it. Also, can't find the full television show anywhere. I can only see clips on YouTube. Saw a clip last night. Uh, this lady just... This guy bought her all this stuff. And but he's in jail. No, and, she's in jail. Oh, she's in jail. And he's dating her, and, and she gets out, and he shows up to pick her up, and he's got her all these presents, and turns out he's spent somewhere to the tune of $30,000 over two years. Like, sending her money for uh, the commissary or whatever mm -hmm. they got in prison and, and, he's and all that. He's taking all this care and of that, And she's like, hey, I've been in prison for four years. I, I'm anxious. I don't want anybody to touch me. And I'm going to go sleep in my house tonight. And and the guy's just getting totally taken advantage of. It's like a train wreck. I can't look away from so it. So he thinks when this lady's getting out of prison, it's like the jackpot for him. Yeah. But really, she probably just enjoyed uh, the support in prison and when she got out said, eh, I, don't think of, I don't think so. He's just, uh, he's gotten played, as uh, the young people would say. And then I've gone so far now as to like, now I'm on this website. I'm looking at it right now. Probably shouldn't even be looking at this at the work computer. Meetaninmate.com. You can look up ladies and gentlemen. Sweet. It what is, are, is it weird how these, like, serial killers end up getting married and stuff? Like, somebody likes them. Yeah. But I think these are ladies that are, uh, and gentlemen, that will eventually get out. Right. But and then, it probably depends on the crime for me, too. I wonder if you click on their profiles, if it tells you what they, because I kind of need to know what they did. If it's tax evasion, I can handle that. But Something uh, sinister would be hard to develop a relationship with somebody like Let that. Let me right? give you a uh, crime, and you tell me if you would date an inmate okay. accused of this crime. Okay. Tax evasion. Yeah. You would. Yeah. Murder. Mm, no. Um, I don't think so. Not cold blood murder. Serial littering. Yeah. I can't date no litter. You're not date you, a litter? Are you serious? What if she's like, what if she's. A person that litters a lot doesn't care about right. you, them, or anybody else. Well, what about this? What if she was perfect and she was beautiful and she. She made your bad days good days, and but she littered and that's it for you? I could not date, and I'll go on record as saying this, I could not date a litterer. All right, you heard it, ladies. So when you fill out your profiles, and it was not into it if you say one of your interests is littering. That's not your pet peeve? I don't like it, but I don't know if it's a deal breaker. That's why you, uh, when you're with somebody, you work on these things. All right, so I've just, yeah, I looked at one of these profiles here. It doesn't it doesn't say they're crime. I guess you have to write them and... Uh, Find out get to know them. Anyway, yeah, if you get a chance, I'd watch this show, Love After Lockup. And now how about some love from Kane Brown? Free tickets now. We're going to play the bullfight. What are we going to play today, Dado? It's K answers all the answers. These questions begin with the letter K for Kane. That is hilarious. How did you come up with such a creative idea? Oh, I see. You said K, and I'll come up with You know what, Tyke? I don't need mm -hmm. you being mean to me today. Okay. It's almost the weekend. We're all trying to have a, a good time here, and then you're being quite rude. Well, I just don't think you tried on the contest. You put long. a whole damper on today for Co me. Caller 9, caller 10, 918-879-9898. You'll face off against each other in our bullfight. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Welcome into The Bullfight, and uh, Daniel, good morning to you. Well, it was a good morning, Tig. I'll be honest with you. We were just talking about my obsession with the show Love After Lockup. We have two ladies right now to play the uh, 98.5 The Bull Fight for Kane Brown tickets. 
I asked uh, both ladies, uh, Al- Alyssa and Megan, if they'd ever been in the slammer. They said no. And then, Ty, you asked them what? I said, uh, but let's say that you did have to go to jail, like this love act- uh, after prison or whatever, uh, and you had to choose a cellmate. Would you choose Ty or would you choose Daniel? And they both chose you, Ty. Yeah. Uh, ladies, I don't understand. Why would you choose Ty over me? He just sounds more fun. Uh, and I am. Tig sounds fun? <laughs> He's a funny guy. He doesn't like to go out to eat. Uh, he basically is in prison now. He never goes anywhere. Have you ever got a look at him? No. He looks like Ronald McDonald with no like. makeup on. <laughs> that's hey, maybe mean. that's her thing. All right, Lee. Well, I don't know what to say for these two. He's mad, so now he says he's going to make the contest yeah, super hard. Yeah, these are going to be very hard questions. Now, all the answers begin with the letter K for the 98.5 The Bull Fight. We will start with Alyssa. This is where K-pop comes from. This country. Korea? Korea is correct. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there's Mr. Fun over there. Can't even ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, this is the hurricane that struck New Orleans. Katrina. Katrina is correct. We are tied up. Alyssa, Alyssa uh, makers of cornflakes. Kellogg's. Kellogg's is correct. Megan, this is the spit-roasted meat of the Middle East. This is served on a stick. Kebab. Kebab is correct. Two to two. Alyssa, the Indian religious belief to what goes around comes around. Karma. Karma is correct. Megan, this is a mythical sea monster that looks like a giant squid. Oh. They might say, release the... Kraken. 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 Three to three, we are tied up. We must get more difficult now. Johnson was this president's VP. Is it Alyssa's turn or Megan's turn? Uh, It is Alyssa's turn. I'm sorry. Johnson was his vice. Johnson was his vice president. So a president with a last name starts with K. Oh, I have no idea. That's John. That's John Kennedy. Kennedy. From Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Is it the only president that starts with K? You know, maybe. I think so. I think so. Up next, Megan. This is the Jungle Book author. He wrote The Jungle Book. His last name. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Help her out, Tag. I don't know the answer. Kipling. Kipling. Rudyard, Rudyard. Yeah, that one was hard. <laughs> well, it seems like Ty, this barrel of fun could have helped him out, but uh guess, he, <laughs> guess, guess he's not so fun. You're so salty. <laughs> Alyssa, Mr. Abdul Jabbar. Uh famous basketball player. Mm, I have no idea. That would be Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. We are still tied up. Megan, it all comes down to this. If she gets this right, is it over? She will have defeated Alyssa. Megan, region of the Yukon or brand of ice cream bar? Klondike. Klondike is correct. Megan has now defeated Alyssa in the 98.5 The Bull Fight. But it's not over. Megan, you have a choice to make. You can keep these Kane Brown tickets and go see him at the BOK Center, or you can give these tickets to Alyssa. Alyssa, why should Megan give you the tickets? Um, she shouldn't. She should keep them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Alyssa. So, Megan, will you now hold on to the welcome. tickets, or will you give them to Alyssa? I have to respect Alyssa's choice and keep the tickets. Oh, well, there you have it. <laughs> Look at us all getting along. Thank you. You're so welcome, ladies. Thank you for playing. And uh, we're back tomorrow if you would like to get in on the bullfight. Back at 740 with awesome. more Kane Brown. Hey, thanks, ladies. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. And uh, do me a favor, y'all, okay? Okay. Bye. 
You ladies have a blessed day. You too. <laughs> you too. Okay. <laughs> I'm an idiot. All right. Walker Hayes on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyga Daniel. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyga and Daniel. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Brian Halterman. I spoke to you yesterday and won tickets to Jason Aldean. Mm-hmm. But I heard you guys talking about the Love After Locket. Me and my wife have been watching it for a couple of years. It's on the Wii Channel. I have Dish, but it's on the Wii Channel. It's on the, the Wii, Wii Channel. Channel. Yep. W E. Yep. Now let me ask you this: uh, Would you date a litter bug? Absolutely not. Yeah, I can't believe Tig over here doesn't mind littering. That's why, yet what again, dirty, he's Tulsa's dirty, dirty bird. bird. What? <laughs> yep. What stop, stop calling me Dirty Bird. Now the <laughs> listeners are all calling Listen, me Dirty Bird. I'm telling you, like this is going to catch on real big. That, uh, Dana wants to get a billboard, too, and put my picture on it and put, like, 98.5 The Bull and Dirty Bird. I don't know if you've noticed, but nothing has been stickier than me calling you Dirty Bird it in sure the past year or so. I hate it. Even our HR person, Livia, was like, oh, hey, Dirty Bird. I'm like, what? You've made a grave mistake, Dirty Bird. You've let people know that you don't like to be known as Dirty Bird. What does that mean? When you said that you didn't mind the litter, if somebody littered, that makes you a dirty bird. You said one time somebody, as a prank, put a maxi pad on your car. They did. And you what? took it off. I did take it off, yeah. With no gloves. What was I supposed to do? Like, just did drive you put home on with gloves, that thing dirty on? bird? It was a clean. It was new out of the package. Somebody was just How pranking How would you me. know? Because, you know, you could tell if something's new. It was like a new Band-Aid. All right, Dirty Bird. Right. Whatever Don't, you think. I mean, you're a weirdo. You're like, you can look at things like that Daniel. and tell? Well, you know what? Keep calling me Dirty Bird because those two ladies said they'd rather share a sell a Dirty Bird than you. And I think the fact that you admitted that you would date a well-known litterer. I, I, I got to tell you, I see somebody littering my blood boils. No, Daniel, that's what you do in relationships. You work on it. There are things in my life that my wife didn't really love that were bad habits. And, you know, I, I fixed it because I wanted to be a... You know, good father and good husband. I you mean, fixed what your wife did? So she used to be a litterer? No, she fixed things on me. And uh, and so it's possible that you meet a litterer and then turn her into not a litterer. Mm -mm. That's my point. Don't miss out on Once a beautiful a lady. Once a litterer, always a litterer. I cannot believe you would date a litterer. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's a tradition that I don't think we had when we were growing up in schools, but I guess whenever uh, they calculate that... Like if you're a kid, my, my son, for example, uh, first grade, today is this 100th day of school this year. And for the 100th day, they all dress up like 100-year-old people. Like, you know, last night I built him a mustache out of dryer lint and found him some weird glasses and all that kind of stuff. And he's like a gray mustache. And all the kids dress up like 100 years old today. If I guess Tulsa, at least, and other no, school districts. It's all over the country. I see it all the time. People dress as 100-year-olds. Is that offensive, though, to somebody that's 100? Yeah, is I'm that like, like are, they feel like they're being made fun of? Like, let's say there was a dress-up like Daniel Day, but they wore, like, weird cardigans and, mm -hmm. you know, put on fuzzy hair. It hurt your feelings. Right. I ha I was wondering if there was, like, a 100-year-old listening, and Tig's like, dude, there is not a 100-year-old person listening. As if, as if he knows. Like, we're trying to come up with, like, oh, what are we going to do on the show? And Daniel says, I want to see if a 100-year-old is listening. Right. I go, Daniel, that's not... Like, you like, know, what are you, like, the oracle? How would you know? I would say one out of 10,000 people make it to 100. And out of those one out of 10,000, you think people are listening to our show that are 100 years old? I don't know. That's why I would like to find out. And you're just like, I know for a fact. Okay, so let's do there's this. There's nobody I that's 100 wait. listening. This is going to be an abject failure. If you're 100, please give us a call. <laughs> yeah, if you're 100, or if you're close to 100, give us a call. 918-879-9898. And these phones, nothing's going to happen. Watch the phones because light up, Tug. They're right now. They're dialing those rotary phones. as you just furiously like... Durr, 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 durr. Trying to dial up 918-879-9898. And then, Tig, you're going to owe me a huge apology when we do get an... What is it called? A centurion? I guess that... Because century, yeah, I guess so. And and if somebody who's 100 calls, I will kiss your... You better not say that. The rest of the week, I will, like, sing your praises. I will tell everybody how smart and handsome you are because nobody's going to call who's 100. But here's the number. What's that... That guy that used to be on uh, television, that Wilford Britton, not, not him, with the smuckers on the Today Show when somebody was 100 oh, uh, years old? Willard Scott. Willard Scott. He and used to say happy birthday to 100-year-olds. They had numerous people write into that right. show on their 100th birthday. So what makes you think that we might not have a 100-year-old here? Oh, geez, I don't know. That's a national television network with uh, hitting millions of people. 
I just don't think, all right, 100-year-olds, if you're listening. Speak up. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. If you're a 100-year-old, call us now. 918-879-9898. And get ready to apologize, Doug. Uh, you're going to have to go ahead and sort of stop calling me Dirty Bird because now, uh, like, it was kind of cute to you and stuff. But now when people are calling for contests, they're saying, good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Dirty Bird. Like, no. The HR lady, Livia, the other day called you Dirty Bird. You know, one day my son's going to grow up and I'm going to have to explain to him why you called me Dirty Bird on the radio. I don't even, what does it mean? Dirty Bird. Just what it says. You're just a Dirty Bird. Oh, Nathan's calling. You want to take this? Yes, fly. Hey, Nathan, what's up? Hey. Man. Man. I had to uh, kind of uh, plug Daniel's Dirty Bird thing for a second because you're a pilot. <laughs> and you can come fly with me anytime. I guess I could be uh, Dirty oh, Bird see. pilot. Right. Also, I get it now. Like, he's filthy and dirty and nasty. And also, he flies <laughs> through the air. So, it's a perfect nickname for you, Dirty Bird. Right. But, Daniel, we got to figure out something for you, too, because you heckle him all the time. I do so what? There's, there's got to be something there that he can grab on, too. Oh, there's a lot to grab on, Daniel. Hey, now. You, that'd be pretty funny. The On the streets, they call me Big Boy. Big Boy. B-O-I. Yeah, I doubt that. No, oh, no, B-O-I. Big Boy, yeah. Frisch, I think it was Frisch's Big Boy. It was what? Frisch's Big Boy, like the restaurant. Oh, oh, I see. I see what he's doing there. I could see calling. Uh, I'd be like, Tulsa Approach. This is Cessna November 6504 Lima, uh, better known as Dirty Bird. <laughs> Looking for a clearance right. to land. They'll be like, you land anytime you want, Dirty Bird. <laughs> They would be like, hey, go, go away. Fly with me, when you go fly with me, we're coming into RVS like that. You're going to announce it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty funny, like, if they said, if I said, all right, Dirty Bird, come. It's 98.5 The Bull. Can can I say something to you, Tig, with peace and love? And, yeah, and, you'll, yeah. and you'll have, and I mean this with no offense. Uh, okay, let's see what you got. Uh, you're a, you've become a crusty old man. Thanks. I appreciate it. I've been, it's been a goal since I've been four or five years old to be a crusty old man. So if you ever listen to the show, we talk about this local band that we love called the King Cabbage Brass Band. And it's a, a brass band, and they play, like, some newer hits with their, their twist on it. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, they got the tuba and the trombone and all that kind of stuff, but they play, like, Genuine's Pony and rap songs that you might remember from being younger and stuff. It's really fun. Right. So me and Tig and his wife Brittany were all talking, and we said, you know what? I bet Mac, my son, your seven-year-old son, would love to see King Cabbage Brass Band. They're playing at Kane's Ballroom. He's never been to a concert. Now, right. he's seen me leave the house a lot to go to concerts and work and things, but he's never. this would be his first concert ever. And we thought Kane's Ballroom would be a good introduction, and it's a brass band, perfect for a seven-year-old. It's an all-ages show. Then he hears that King Cabbage Brass Band might not take the stage until 8.30 or 9 o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, somebody just told me that, and I go... And this crusty geezer is like, 9.30? That's way too late. Yeah, 9.30 is a little late, don't you think, for a band to start? Ty, what are you, 100 years old? No, man, but parents know what it's like. If you have, you know, I could probably go out there and hang, but I, then you got to sell. Have you ever met a kid? Yeah, man. Okay, they, they're completely delightful. My son is, I, I can't get over how much I love my son, but when he gets sleeping, he looks... Uh, Kim Jong-un looks reasonable compared to a he gets tired Ill. kid. Yes. I, didn't he stay up to like 11 on New Year's Eve with us? Mm-hmm. That was a special occasion, right? Right, special Would occasion. Would you consider your first concert at Kane's Ballroom, legendary venue Kane's Ballroom, seeing a local band that you love, wouldn't you consider that a special occasion? It is, but I, I think there's a... a Sort of a still, you have to have a standard. I mean, even if it's a special occasion, you can't have your kid out till midnight. A seven year old, that's crazy. Was he not up until 11 on New Year's Eve? Right, but here's the deal. In, in my mathematical head, I say, well, at the very least, if he's up till 11 tonight, he's going to sleep till about nine or 10 in the morning. That's not the way it works. They still wake up at the exact same time. So, mommy and daddy, we look like they, we've been in a World War I trench <laughs> the next morning. You know, and he's in there like, da, 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 you know, and I'm like, go back to bed, but it doesn't work. Well, he's either. seven. He can make himself some cereal and watch TV now. It is easier when they get older because when they're two. See, what's weird woo. to me is being uh, a going, 
being young with you, like in, after college and we would go out on the weekends. We didn't go. We didn't start getting ready until 1030 mm-hmm. and then get there at 11. Mm-hmm. And now you're a crusty old geezer and you're like, 730 doors open? And I don't think so. I don't want to hear it from you. You're the one who goes and eats dinner at 330. Don't I, you? I do eat dinner about okay, four, so I do eat dinner about four about? o'clock. Yeah. I, <laughs> I eat at six at least. Yeah, but flies, flies I, I still go out. I still like to go out on the town, raise a little hill. When's the last time you went out on the town? Give me a break. Uh, See? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, so you just sit there and look at your wind chimes and talk to your dog, and you call me old. Mm-mm. All right. So for his, can, anyway. can you not make this a miserable experience tomorrow night at Kane's Ballroom when King Cabbage Rice Band takes the stage? And don't be looking at your clock. I'll your, try to do my best. Don't be looking at your pocket watch the whole time. Yeah, but, like, like also the other thing is that when I go out in public with Daniel, he always tries to embarrass me. What did you do to me the last time at Kane's Ballroom? You, what did you do to yourself? We went and saw a show, and uh, right before the show, Ty went down to that restaurant area and got an onion salad and ate it right before we got onto the dance floor with about 100 other people. It was a Frito pie, and uh, Daniel got mad because I ate before. And then I was wearing a hat, uh, a PGA hat. Like with a yeah, it's like gun. a Lincoln Financial PGA hat. Yeah, and so he goes around and tells everybody, like, look at this guy. He can't even dress for a club. And, like, it made me uncomfortable. When did you become a crusty old geezer? Just tell me that. Was it the having a family? Is that what did it? Having a family, probably. But you tried not to become an old geezer. No, I'm, I'm embracing it. I'm ready for it. I'm, I I'm guess happy you are. about it. Yeah. I like. And as we get to be crusty old geezers, we got to start paying attention to our health. A lot closer, don't we, Daniel? Oh, yeah, you definitely do. I imagine uh, when they do a craft body scan on Ty, it's nothing but bats and spiders in there. Old Sears catalogs, <laughs> corn cobs, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. But craft body scan, what, it's like a selfie for the what's going on inside your body. Mm-hmm. It's uh, You don't have to prep for it. They just take, take a scan of what's going on inside. They can see your heart. They can see your lungs, and they can see other things. You're, and, um, and right now there's a special for heart and lungs. For you and your spouse, a couple's heart and lung scan, yes, hundred forty nine bucks for that, and it's peace of mind, and it's also early detection, and uh, you can't ever be too early with finding something serious. And Craft Body Scan can get you there, and you can get started now at craftbodyscan.com. That's craftbodyscan.com.